Hello from Michigan. Continuing to read through the little book by J.C. Ryle called Thoughts for Young Men. Addressing the greatest challenges in a young man's life. Uh, today we're starting on a new chapter called General Counsels to Young Men. And here Bishop Ryle is going to uh, address this particular general counsel to young men. Try to get a clear view of the evil of sin. Young men, if you did not... Okay, well, that's a rough start this morning. Let me start over again. <laughs> Let's just start at the top. In the third place, I wish to give some general counsels to young men. Try to get a clear view of the evil of sin. Young men, if you did know what sin is and what sin has done, you would not think it so strange that I exhort you as I do. You do not see it in its true colors. Your eyes are naturally blind to its guilt and danger, and therefore you cannot understand what makes me so worried about you. Oh, don't let the devil succeed in persuading you that sin is a small matter. Think for a moment what the Bible says about sin, how it dwells naturally in the heart of every man and woman alive. Ecclesiastes 7.20 and Romans 3.23, for example. How it defiles our thoughts, words, and actions, and that continually. Genesis 6.5 and Matthew 15.19. How it renders us all guilty and abominable in the sight of a holy God. Isaiah 64.6, Habakkuk 1.13. How it leaves us utterly without hope of salvation if we look to ourselves, Psalm 143.2, Romans 3.20. How its fruit in this world is shame and its wages in the world to come, death, Romans 6.21 and 23. Think calmly about all this. Think what, an, think what an awful change sin has worked on all our natures. Man is no longer what he was when God formed him out of the dust of the ground. He came out of God's hand upright and sinless, Ecclesiastes 7.29. In the day of his creation, he was like everything else, very good, Genesis 1.31. And what is man now? A fallen creature, a ruin, a being that shows the marks of corruption all over, his heart like Nebuchadnezzar, degraded and earthly, looking down and not up, his affections like a household in disorder, calling no man master, all extravagance and confusion, his understanding like a lamp flickering in the socket, impotent to guide him, not knowing good from evil, his will like a rudderless ship tossed to and fro by every desire, and constant only in choosing any way rather than God's. What a wreck man is compared to what he might have been. We may understand such figures being used as blindness, deafness, disease, sleep, death, when the Spirit has to give us a picture of man as he is. And man as he is, remember, was made so by sin. Think, too, what it has cost to make atonement for sin and to provide a pardon and forgiveness for sinners. God's own Son must come into the world and take upon him our nature in order to pay the price of our redemption and deliver us from the curse of a broken law. 
He who was in the beginning with the Father, and by whom all things were made, must suffer for sin. The just for the unjust must die the death of a criminal before the way to heaven can be laid open to any soul. See the Lord Jesus Christ despised and rejected of men, scourged, mocked, and insulted. Look at him bleeding on the cross of Calvary. Hear him crying in agony, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Note how the sun was darkened and the rocks shook at the sight. And then consider, young men, what must be the evil and guilt of sin? Think also what sin has already done on the earth. Think how it threw Adam and Eve out of Eden, brought the flood upon the old world, caused fire to come down on Sodom and Gomorrah, drowned Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea, destroyed the seven wicked nations of Canaan, scattered the twelve tribes of Israel over the face of the earth. Sin alone did all this. Think, moreover, of all the misery and sorrow that sin has caused and is causing to this very day. Pain, disease, death, strifes, quarrels, divisions, envy, jealousy, malice, deceit, fraud and cheating, violence, oppression, robbery, selfishness, unkindness, and ingratitude. All these are the fruits of sin. Sin is the parent of them all. It is sin that has so marred and spoiled the face of God's creation. Young men, consider these things, and you will not wonder that we preach as we do. Surely, if you did think of them, you would break with sin forever. Will you play with poison? Will you sport with hell? Will you take fire in your hand? Will you harbor your deadliest enemies in your arms? Will you go on living as if it mattered nothing, whether your sins were forgiven or not, whether sin had dominion over you or you over sin? Oh, awake to a sense of sin's sinfulness and danger. Remember the words of Solomon in Proverbs 14.9, Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. Hear then. The request that I make of you this day, pray that God would teach you the real evil of sin. If you would have your soul saved, then get up and pray. Love to my West Coast Wilsies.